1: Chumba ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Transit conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular. The guy in the orange sweater. And this is your wake up call.
2: Live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio, the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now
0: he is Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. C. Si, senor Oh my gosh! It's a dimly lit room. Nice and dimly lit within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. And hey, everybody, today, on Little Wednesday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager, the Nord Stream Pipeline. Okay, th- I, I don't really follow the news that closely. So you're going to have to explain to me what that is. And that's
3: that old gas pipeline from Russia to Germany, and apparently that's the only thing that'll keep old Vlad Putin from invading his neighbors if we threaten to shut that down at some point. So the... Uh, the new guy from Germany and the old guy from the U.S. The old guy is the new guy. They got together and jawed at each other for a couple hours and had a press conference where it's clear they agreed on very little.
0: Yeah, you just used the term. Let's finish this song, huh? We're getting got the enthusiasm of the music. It's a right. new day of information, and I've sullied it. I We're apologize. So glad you've joined us. Yeah, da 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 da. You Take just you, you just said. We will shut that down. How do, how do we shut down a pipeline between Russia and Germany? How does the United States do that?
3: Uh, international uh, diplomacy and cooperation, uh, special friendships. It's not
0: uh, ours to shut down. No, no. No. And if Germany doesn't want to shut it down and they haven't given any indication that they do, then how are we going to shut it down? That well, was the question people kept shouting at Joe Biden, which he didn't answer.
3: My neighbor's cable isn't for me to shut down, but if I go over there with some wire cutters, it'll be shut down. Well, so
0: what? We're gonna like we're gonna d- demolish a pipeline between Russia and our ally Germany because we think it's a-, a point of leverage. I mean, that's really something. And I, noticed, I don't know, maybe something happens to it. And I noticed when Joe Biden said things like and uh, well like you just said, and we-, we will stop that. We'll stop that. And people are saying how and then they'd ask the prime minister uh, the uh, president of germany prime minister or president uh, chancellor actually chancellor all oh, right all right yeah. come on now hitler <laughs> uh the chancellor <laughs> of germany and uh who everybody needs to decide are they going to say Scholz or sh Sch- or the schultz i heard a lot of schultz schultz yeah schultz Okay. Yeah, I
3: studied German for years and years and years.
0: Well, not everybody's saying it the same. I watched yeah. several newscasts last night and even rewound to say, wait a second, he's saying it different than the other guy said it. Yeah. Anyway, so they <laughs> asked, laugh. whenever they would ask, Schultz, so are you on board with this whole shutting down the pipeline? And he'd kind of go, mm-hmm. Was that it? <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Or mm-hmm. we must stand together against Russia. I couldn't tell if that was an
0: mm-hmm or an mm-hmm,
3: mm mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Holy!
3: <laughs> I noticed you didn't really answer my question. Well, we gotta stand together. That's what—that's the key. Are you gonna <laughs> shut down the damn pipe?
0: I'm sorry, uh, I gotta go to the bathroom or something. Sir, sir, we must stand up to Russian aggression. Super Bowls this Sunday, you said. Sí, si, señor. Um, exciting. Who's favored? Do you know? Oh, uh, gosh. I think the American people, actually. for a good afternoon of entertainment, that's who's well, favored. Good Lord. Um I'm, I'm guessing the Rams, because it is
3: a home game for them in effect, although the crowd will be mostly silent
0: corporate goons. There was, and, should be one of these questions where somebody needs to look that up. Who's favored in the Super Bowl on Sunday? Or if you know, jump on. Oh, I don't know. I like it when the staff just sits there with blank looks on their face. I prefer that. All the action is distracting. It's the Rams right, by how much? Thank you, Mike uh, Let's say five. <laughs> let's let's say five. <laughs> <laughs> They're not favored by five. Of course, the Bengals are. You know, surprised. It's two four seeds, right? Isn't that correct? Two four know. seeds playing each other. That is correct. Okay. And who's favored, there? Thank uh, you, young The guy. Rams by four and a half. So okay. Michael was wow. almost that was close. Wow. close. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. That's a good five. guess, Michael. <laughs> close enough. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. You want an uh, over under as well while uh, I'm here? Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Uh, high scoring. and a half. Okay. Hmm. That's interesting. Not that is high scoring? 24 24. Huh. Uh, Vegas
3: knows what they're doing. The the over-under is always exactly at the point where you go, hmm, I don't know, which is the point. So um, That's where you can bet whether that number will be less than the total number of points scored or more than for those who are not degenerate gamblers.
0: I have a good update on what Elon Musk is up to, why I'm not going to get my uh, Cybertruck anytime soon. Um, But his new thing is pretty exciting, got nothing to do with cars. Uh, but I want to play. I want to get the show started because we got a clip that I think will spawn a little discussion there. I'm Jack Armstrong. And he's Joe Getty. On it's Tuesday, February 8th, the year 2022. New you in 22. We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, let's begin then officially, according to
3: FCC rules and regulations. I got to sign all the forms. Here we go at Mark.
2: To me, capitalism at its core is not a redeemable system. Oh,
0: Lord. So I recognize that voice of uh, young AOC. She said capitalism is or was not redeemable. Sound like she it said it is not. Was. Is not. I have to play it again. To me, capitalism at its core was not a redeemable system.
3: Well, it was, is. I mean, it's, it's the same thing, essentially. She has decided, she has declared, little Disney Princess Congress dope AOC has declared that the free market is inferior to, I'm sure, central planning by herself and her fellow squad members.
0: I don't, you know, different people see her different way. I don't think she's a dope. I think she's just a socialist. Mm. Mm. Well, which kind of they go together to me. So, well, I yeah, to make exactly. Because I, 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 I it doesn't you, make sense. If you are unable to recognize that and you completely lack wisdom, you're a dope. So, am I uh, wish we had uh, an historian. Um, have there been many times in our history that a sitting member of Congress has come out as anti-capitalism?
3: Uh, out it's, it's, it's a rarity, certainly. That's a heck of a thing. Somebody with her profile, her status in the, the culture, uh, I, I don't think, no, no, that hasn't happened.
0: Uh, uh,
2: Of
3: course, she has that status because she's got Disney princess
0: eyes and and she's really party. That's what was striking to me is that uh, I don't I don't know that there have been many times I can't I don't know of any maybe way back in the day. Was it okay to say capitalism is no good? That is the. That and democracy are the, the, the building blocks of what we are and what makes us different. Yeah, the, the free market is the term I prefer. Sure. You know, property ownership, the right to
3: earn a living, the rest of it.
0: Sure, free market's a better term, but... Um, who was it, it who said the other day, was it a
3: comedian that said uh, if AOC was 200 pounds and ugly, <laughs> nobody would listen to her? That is absolutely
0: true. I've said that from day one. Day one, when she got elected. Right. Right? Which is why t-
3: several of her squad members, uh, fellow squad members, who are uh, a
0: tad less picturesque, I'll just leave it there, um, they don't get nearly the attention. No. No, no, no. If she looked like Barney Frank, you wouldn't even know her name. You wouldn't even know her name. She'd just be one of the 435 that you don't know. Right. Um, she got them real tries. Oh, so she got them. She got them. So we got to talk about that more later. I suppose on the the Ukraine front, Russia, uh, Putin met with Macron of France for five hours yesterday and various publications saying they made great progress. What did they talk about for five hours? No, they didn't. (laughs)
3: Well, I I certainly didn't get that idea. Russia
0: said troops will leave Belarus after joint drills. So that's seen as progress, although he didn't say when. So words mean nothing. Right, right. If, and, he, and if he rolls in this weekend into Ukraine, takes it over in an hour or two hours or a day or whatever people are projecting, um, is somebody going to yell, but you said you are going to have to the joint exercises. You said you are going to get, oh, you lied to me. Yeah, I, I forgot.
3: <laughs> I mean, Vlad Putin is notoriously willing to be dishonest. Good Lord, he runs a kleptocracy. And, uh, and you know, he,
0: he's a great rope-a-doper. And coming back full circle on this opening segment, when he saw the press conference yesterday between Biden and uh, Schultz, did he come away thinking, yeah, you're going to shut down the Nord Stream pipeline? Yeah, you are. How are you going to do that? Or is he worried about that? Because I don't see how we do it. How, how How do we, I'm all for us being number one and everything like that, but I don't think we can tell Russia and Germany that they can't have a pipeline together. I don't think we have any way to do that. Well, we do
3: have ways to do that, but they're probably not uh, practicable. You probably don't want to do it. I mean,
0: we would have to put the screws to Germany,
3: but hard. Well, oh, that'd be a heck of a and thing. They're
0: our bud. Right. And, and yeah, and one of the most powerful economies and militaries in the world.
3: And it would be a serious miscalculation to, uh, again, that word was miscalculation. Um, It would be a serious one of those to, uh, to so alienate Germany that finally they said, you know what? F you. We're over here in Europe. We're right. barking from D.C. We're tired of your act.
0: Right. They're already wobbling a little bit. They had that guy that was ahead head of their Navy that had to resign that said a couple of weeks ago, oh, you know, uh, how about we give uh, old uh, Putin what he wants? So they might be wobbling more than we even realize. And we say, all right, you're going to shut down your pipeline. They say, Nah, we're not. Nah, so don't think not. we are. Right. We've decided we're not. Right. Then we bomb it.
3: We take
1: yeah. it out. We yeah. show him who's boss. Yeah. <laughs>
0: We declare war in Germany like it's December 9th, 1941. Um <clears throat> okay. so how does how does mailbag look? It's it's
3: great, it's terrific. We need to leave time for it. I, I want to explain precisely why I actually cursed my television last night. Wow, and Joe. turned off the Olympics perhaps for good. Wow. Joe Uttering an oath
0: against his TV set.
3: And I tell you what, if NBC announced that they were going to uh, start running a, a new drama series called The Joe Getty Story, I wouldn't watch it. F NBC. I hate you. Wow. Mm. You can't see Joe, but he is angry. I'm, it's actual steam coming from my ears. Yeah. Um, this is good. It cleans out the wax. It's good to do that once in a while. <laughs> Blow a little steam (laughs) on. Nice steam cleaning of your own ear ducts.
0: (laughs) Nice job, ear hole. (laughs) Okay, so we'll get to all that stuff coming up.
1: Armstrong.
3: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: We haven't even touched on the Oscar nominations that just came out. A long list of movies you've never seen or perhaps even heard of. (laughs)
3: You know, when I heard the very introduction to the news story, the Oscar nominations are out, and I was immediately filled with revulsion Mm. and hostility. Uh, but then, you know, as I listened to it, I thought, you know, that sounds interesting. I might watch that. It's it's the ceremony that I despise. Oh, uh, really.
0: yeah. And they they when they expanded the list, they ruined it because you for me anyway. I can't keep it in my head anymore. There's too many.
3: Right. Like, it's I, just I, become I, a a list of good movies that you can yeah. consult later.
0: They nominate like eleven or something like that. It's just too long a list. Here are your freedom loving quotes of the day. I thought this was interesting. <laughs> Two forms. Patience and
3: perseverance have a magical effect, before which difficulties disappear and obstacles vanish. Ooh, you're patience gonna, and you're
0: gonna, have pers- to, you're gonna have to start again. I gotta really
3: focus here. I know uh, this one's old timey, so they don't dumb it down. <laughs> patience and perseverance have a magical effect, before which difficulties disappear and obstacles vanish. Interesting. And a different guy said, if you live long enough, you'll make mistakes. But if you learn from them, you'll be a better person. It's how you handle adversity, not how it affects you. The main thing is never quit. Never quit. Never
0: quit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I talked about this not long ago. So uh, have been going through like the worst period of my life. Mm -hmm. And uh, those sayings of it's 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 the, the adversity when you find out who you are or that's when you really do your most growth or you look back on this at a time. Those are all great when your life is okay. Hearing those when you're at the bottom. All you want to do is punch somebody in the face. Right. Right.
3: But the whole never quit thing—if you're striving for what you know you're striving for—I thought it was interesting. The first one was John Quincy Adams; Good the one. second was uh, Bill Clinton. I
0: believe I believe all that stuff. It's just when you're at the bottom is the last—it's really the last time that you want to hear it. Probably the time you need to hear it, but
3: perhaps. Uh, and my favorite quote, of course, from uh, Bill Clinton: "If an intern won't come around, just buy our leaves of grass. They love
0: the poetry." All right, mailbag. I thought his greatest quote was let anybody in for the next 20 minutes hold oh, my calls <laughs> oh my <laughs> so many topics to cover let's move oh, swiftly oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> where's, that, where's <laughs> hillary laughing now hillary she, did she <laughs> think that was funny what
3: <laughs> uh let's see uh texas marine cabin checking in with a response to a throwaway comment during yesterday's mailbag, I quoted the great Bobby Orr about free play for kids. Let them make their own rules. Let them enforce their own rules. Let them solve their own problems. If you don't do that, let them enjoy games for their own sake, you're stealing something incredibly important for them. I agree with that completely. And I said, I don't know what shinny is. And he mocked me. He said, you're a former hockey player. Uh, 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 shinny is pickup hockey, often without a goalie, local pond. Oh, no, Various rules include uh, uh, limited hitting uh, etc cetera, et cetera Well yeah, we just we didn't have goalies, so we just called that hockey <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> Not many people had the full goalie gear anyway, moving along uh, on the topic of the N-word, Joe Rogan, etc, uh, Susan writes guys, our current resident of the White House used the N-word a lot. Um, not in a discussion about the word like Joe Rogan, and she sent along a link to a hearing in the 80s where he used the term over and over and over again, quoting various politicians who were going for various jobs and had various staffers who threw the N-bomb around a lot.
0: And so, uh, so I saw that. I didn't hear it. I saw that, and I thought, is this going to leave a market? I haven't heard a thing about it in the last 24 hours. No. Which no. might be, end up being a good thing. Might end up being a good thing, unless it's just going to be a double standard, but... Well, exactly.
3: And that's where I was going. Um the and, and there are all sorts of examples uh Gina Carano I was reminded of the uh Disney actors from uh from the Mandalorian. Beat
0: the crap out of the Mandalorian when she first met him? Beefy gal. Really
3: solid. Anyway, uh yeah, she was fired had her career jettisoned. Because she made sort of an oblique reference to political oppression these days, suppression of speech being somewhat like the Holocaust. I mean, it was a really gentle, like, hint. Whoopi Goldberg goes on national TV and lectures everybody that the Holocaust had nothing to do with race. You know, or ethnicity, really. Um, and, and for that, Gina Carano is fired. Whoopi Goldberg gets two weeks to reflect. So, and there are a bunch of examples of that. It is purely and exclusively a weapon to use against people they disagree with. Their moral outrage is fake. It's just a weapon. Reject it.
0: Darn Tell them it. F you. Give him the stiff arm. Darn it. I was hoping what would come out of this is they'd say, okay, well, we can't cancel the president. Let's just all come to the conclusion that intent does matter. If you're not intending harm, if you're just discussing the word and how it's being used, that's okay. Well, I would say if people like us, people like the folks listening, aggressively made
3: that point every chance they got, then we could get some progress in that direction. Biden going to Robert uh, Byrd's funeral, delivering the eulogy. The guy was a recruiter for the Klan for many years. He reformed, right? But I don't think you get to reform these days.
0: On and on. Joe's anger at the Olympics. I can't wait to hear about that. And NBC. They're both dead to me. If you miss an hour, grab the podcast, armstrongandgetty.com.
2: Armstrong and Getty. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com.
3: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
2: President Biden's handling of the pandemic started off polling pretty well, but now a majority disapprove. It's time to do what a growing list of countries have done and announce we're going back to something more like normal, beginning with recognizing that what we're doing to kids is unnecessary and horrible, and I don't even like kids. <laughs> But making kids who have a COVID survivability rate of 99.98% mask up like bandits? Unfortunately, the thing that's getting stolen is their education, their sanity, and their social skills.
0: The confusing thing is there you got Bill Maher, prominent lefty of the last many decades, doing his show with a crowd cheering that, and you never hear a single human being on any channel that's not Fox Ever even throw out the possibility, maybe kids don't need to wear masks. I read something the other day that maybe nobody ever even considers it Right on any of your uh, big three evening newscasts or cable news channels. Yeah, I've got uh, somewhere around here. I've
3: got to find it. i got so much stuff rattling around, but uh, our own government d- did a-, a major study looking at uh, school districts that dropped their masking policies and found zero
0: examples of child-to-teacher spread. Does that zero. S- that surprise, none. That doesn't surprise me at all. That, uh, that, that is not even surprising. The teachers who got it, got it around town. Um, the Power of Dog is the oh. movie that got the most nominations for Oscars. The list is just out. 12 nominations. So if you want to be in the know, feel cultured. Today's the day you say, oh yeah, I saw the power of dog. I thought it was fifteen minutes too long. Lacked a little character development, <laughs> but uh, overall, I liked it. Yeah, you need to be more like a dog. That's what you say. Okay, it's uh, it's the uh, western starring
3: Blunderbuss uh, Cucumber, and um, he uh, and I. It looked intriguing to me and interesting and dark and deep. But then I heard NPR this morning describe it as
0: the western about toxic masculinity. Oh, okay. Well, I won't be I seeing that. Blah! you know what the power of dog is to lick himself yeah oh yeah that's the power because he can um back to COVID briefly and i have some more oscar talk but uh, later uh, this story is amazing you mentioned it yesterday i'm reading the uh, financial times version of this hong kong's zero covid policy so they got this thing in hong kong actually they have a bunch of them around china but they're just reporting on this one asia world expo giant convention center in hong kong That was uh, described as an expotainment facility, which sounds fantastic. But it's it's been turned into a COVID prison there in China as they're shooting for zero COVID, right? Uh, Some of the center's patients who sleep in beds divided by transparent screens and endure constant lighting and loudspeaker announcements. Does that sound like a hospital or some sort of... A dystopian future prison. Yeah. This is what you do to the worst prisoners at Gitmo. They're separated from other human beings with constant lighting and loudspeaker announcements. They're becoming so desperate to get out that they're gargling hand sanitizer in a vain bid to neutralize test results so that they can get out. Wow. People are rinsing their noses in hand sanitizer. People are willing to do effing anything to get out of here, said one patient to the Financial Times. The patient's desperation is matched only by that of the Hong Kong government as it seeks to maintain its policy of completely eliminating COVID-19 despite an aggressive Omicron outbreak that threatens to overwhelm the Asian Financial Center's defenses. Hey, China, you can't stop Omicron. Really, you can't really do anything. Of course, no. you're willing to do things we're not willing to do. So maybe if you're willing to lock people up, why do they have to have bright lights on them 24 hours a day? Just because you're China and you That's the way you treat people? Yeah, you treat humans as animals. Like, uh, you know, hogs on a hog farm. Because that's the way you view them. Hong Kong on Monday confirmed 614 cases. This is one of the biggest cities in the world. Uh, A record for a city that most of last year had no locally transmitted infections, they claim. Although they shut down (laughs) in a way that nowhere else in the world does. I mean, if you're going to weld people into their apartments, maybe you can control it. Um, the zero COVID policy, which is also enforced in mainland China, has been credited with saving lives and preventing the collapse of the hospital system. Although it's unpopular with many expatriates because of uh, how difficult it is to live under. Quarantine for those testing positive is particularly difficult because of the uncertain release date. I'm breaking down, said one Hong Kong teacher, still in hospital isolation in Hong Kong 17 days after testing positive.
3: 17 days in a COVID prison. With a disease that has ninety nine point eight percent survivability, or whatever it is, especially among the vaccinated,
0: they've got an example here of a four year old child who was separated from uh, its mom, and they and they had no idea the the parent had no idea where the kid was, and the officials had no idea who the parent was belonged to the kid, and they were separated for a very very long time, which just sounds horrific. They're monsters. Did you know this? Hong Kong also has been implementing. Hong Kong is now China, right? Clearly. Right. Yep. Uh, Hong Kong has also been implementing ambush lockdowns on multiple apartment blocks when COVID is found in sewage tests. So they test the sewage coming out of an apartment. And if they test positive for any COVID, the officials swoop in and uh, nail the door shut. And yep. nobody's allowed to leave for like a month in some cases. It's amazing. And, and it's still
3: going to ravage the country.
0: One resident in a high-rise apartment that was locked down after the sewage tested positive for COVID was stuck in her public housing flat of about 300 square feet with her husband, two kindergarten-age children, and her mother-in-law. That's a lot of people in 300 square feet.
3: Wow. Honey, I'm going to go out to the balcony for a couple of minutes and hurl myself (laughs) off of it.
0: Uh, and she said not only is it a miserable experience, but they're going to lose uh, at least a quarter of their monthly family income because none of nobody's going to work and they don't have a system for taking care of that. That is absolutely amazing. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. amazing. Well, and I'm going to
3: explain why I uh, uttered an oath at my TV and uh, vowed that NBC was dead to me, etc. I think the Super Bowl might be on NBC, so I'll just have to hear about the score later. What? Uh, because they're absolutely dead to me. First, a couple uh, more notes. Have you followed the story of the COVID prison that the athletes are getting uh, yeah. uh, put into at the Olympics? I have heard about that. Also, China, obviously. Yeah, the Russian biathlon uh, competitor, Valerie uh, Unpronounceable, uh, took to Instagram... Says I've been getting this, uh, showing this crappy cold food for breakfast, lunch, and dinner for five days now. I've lost a lot of weight, and my bones are sticking out. I can't eat anything else. I don't know anything about my corona tests. I only sleep all day because I don't have the strength to get out of bed. She goes on. My stomach hurts. I'm pale. I have black circles around my eyes. I want all this to end. I cry every day. I'm very tired. So they and they wouldn't get like real food. To the athletes in the COVID prison, she's since taken down her Instagram post because remember, Vlad Putin is now close buddies with uh, Xi Jinping, right? The whole new Russia to China arm in arm development. So anyway, that's the the athletes are very very unhappy with the way they're being treated. Uh, Second thing, just because I brought it up, uh, there it is. There was a huge peer-reviewed study from the American Academy of Pediatrics. Why have you not heard about this? It's very, very strange that you have not heard about this. Over nine weeks, 11 school districts with more than 90,000 students and staff attending school in person of these, there were 773 community require, acquired uh, the COVID infections documented by molecular testing. So they just didn't say, oh, you got it. They did the molecular testing where they can trace which, you know, sub, sub, sub category of COVID you got so they can tell where you got it, when you got it. Uh, so 773 infections through contact tracing. North Carolina Health Department staff determined an additional 32 infections were acquired within schools. But there were zero instances of child to adult transmissions of SARS-CoV-2 reported within schools. Zero. And that is in a peer-reviewed study from the American Academy of Pediatrics. Why is that not a headline? Why is the Johns Hopkins Meta study showing that shutdowns, did no good and did enormous damage why is that not in every publication every broadcast uh, you know facility in america
0: this mother's not so sure getting rid of masks is a good idea i just don't feel comfortable with my little girl going to school without a mask so there's your man on the street right mask story that will be on the news that i saw all day yesterday they no they, time
3: for the american academy of pediatrics
0: the uh, the party of science ignores the johns hopkins and the uh what you just cited and all that sort of stuff and they go with some woman on the street who says i don't know i still don't i'm still not comfortable with doing away with masks right and so they continue and that's that's the way we're doing it uh this i retweeted this um cnn's health pundit says the science has changed on mandatory face masks. This is about the various states that listed lifted their mask mandates yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um and uh and one person commenting on that and they're absolutely right. Why do they quit why do they keep claiming the science has changed as opposed to saying what is clearly true? Your risk evaluation has changed. You've just decided that the risk is low enough. It's always been from day 1 just a uh, and and different people can come to different conclusions. How much risk are you willing to take? The science hasn't changed. No, no. The evidence, especially in terms of children,
3: has gone from very, very solid to utterly undeniable. But it's
0: always been solid. One more quick thing because I want to hear you uh, scream at NBC. That stuff we talked about China checking the sewage for COVID. Then welding shut the doors of the apartment complex, you're in there for a month, all that sort of stuff. That country is working on having the economic and military ability to take over the world and make us all live that way. That is not hyperbole. That's not a joke. That's not some sort of hawkish right wing. That is actually what they're set to do, and they may be able to pull it off unless the rest of the world wakes up to that. Which has
3: a great deal to do with why the Olympics and NBC are dead to me.
0: Oh, it all ties together.
3: Mm. Like we planned it. Well, kinda. We didn't plan it. Just happy, happy. Weasels. Mike Tarico's dead to me. I want to hear this. It's next. I'm gonna have to rent a mobile morgue truck. There's so much so many people dead to me. Wow. I don't wow. know where do you get those? I don't know. On the internet, I guess. <laughs> That's
0: all next. Armstrong and Getty.
2: This is it. Your moment. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com.
3: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: in the Olympics are dead to Joe Gawker should be dead to you. I'll we'll explain what they did to Kirsten Cinema. Kick off hour number two. Jeez, our politics are ugly now. That's next hour.
3: Yeah, no kidding. Hey, Michael, uh, dish up clip number 62 for us. This was such an exciting moment last night during the Olympics.
1: And Eileen gets things going. Not hilarious.
2: 14.40, Eileen Gu right on jump number one, going for the absolute biggest trick of the day thus far.
0: All smiles, Eileen understands how big a moment this is, not just for her, but for China and for what she's trying to do, Tom, not just about perfect.
3: Yeah, what she's trying to do is pretty obvious. If you're not uh, hip to this story... This Eileen Gu, or Gu Ling as she's known since she's competing for the Communist Chinese, despite being American-born. She was
0: born in San Francisco?
3: Yeah, that's correct, which fits. But anyway, uh yes, she has renounced her U.S. citizenship. She wow. won't admit that, though. Wow. She and her sponsors at, at one point kind of admitted it. Red Bull's a big sponsor of hers. But then they kind of quashed it. And now she just doesn't. She says, I feel every bit as American as I do Chinese. She won't answer questions about it. So she renounced It That doesn't a, make
0: any sense, by the way. What's that? That you could have those feelings. They don't make any sense.
3: Well, look, unless she's incredibly naive, and I don't think she is. Here's what's going on. She's this hot young woman. Looks like a model, wears lots of makeup always. Even when she competes, she looks like she's going to the Oscars, gotcha. okay? She's an enormous brand in China. And she and her oh, people, I'm sure, I'm oh, sure
0: yeah. the look she she left the United States for our country. That's exactly. a great great PR coup for them. Exactly. And and because she's a
3: good-looking woman, And and building a brand, and she's very good at what she does. I mean, there's no denying that. You get coverage like this in Yahoo Sports. Eileen Gu is one of the finest free skiers in the world, graceful and daring and utterly fearless. Off the skis, she possesses model-level poise, speaks two languages fluently, plays depth piano, and is preparing to attend Stanford this fall and exhibits the kind of compassion and empathy that allows her millions of social media followers to feel they truly know her. Raised in the U.S. scheme for China, Eileen Gu is Beijing's
0: most fascinating athlete. Unfreaking believable. So I wonder how much money uh, the Communist Party gave her family or whatever to get them to do that. Because you you wouldn't do that unless you
3: were getting something out of it. Well, I just I think as I said, she is an enormous brand in China. She's already all over advertisements and endorsements and is a sought-after TV guest. She speaks fluent Mandarin. Her mom was uh, Chinese, uh emigrated to the United States, her dad was American. He's nobody can find him or talk to him evidently. Um but she made the decision to renounce her citizenship and ski for the most awful, repressive regime on earth clearly I mean, in terms of capability to oppress the world, they
0: make the Nazis look like punks. Well, how we haven't been able to shift gears on this is amazing to me. Go back to when, if you're old enough, you remember what the Olympics were like when it was us against the the CCCP back in the day, us and the Soviet Union in the Olympics. Mm -hmm. And imagine if some born in the United States person had renounced their U.S. citizenship and was now competing for the Soviet Union. We wouldn't have held them up as a model of something that's exciting and fun and isn't it great? We wouldn't have called them the, the 2022's most fascinating
3: athlete. No. No, we would not. No, indeed. Yeah, so she's A, either such a greed head, she's overlooking the horrors of the Chinese regime, or B, she doesn't care. But the idea, and oh, oh, so the reason, uh, I turned off the Olympics in disgust last night. Um, As the American announcers were gushing over this chick, just gushing over how interesting it was and how multicultural she was. And, uh, you know, Mike Tarico at the beginning, it was like he wanted to sleep with her. It was just disgusting. <laughs> oh, just the, the flattery and all and just never even tipping their cap to the fact that she had renounced her citizenship in favor of the most repressive regime Uh, probably in the history of Earth, China. Almost certainly. Again, in terms of capability.
0: Yeah.
3: It's just, uh, I don't know. Uh, But she's she's very savvy. She said on Instagram, I am proud of my heritage and equally proud of my American upbringings. The opportunity to inspire millions of young people where my mom was born during the 2022 Beijing Olympic Winter Games is a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to help promote the sport I love. Through skiing, I hope to unite people, promote common understanding, create communication, and forge friendships between nations.
0: Now, I can, I, you can just imagine the way they portray her in China. Oh, yeah. In the, in the ongoing battle to convince their population that their system is better than ours. Here's this f- fabulously talented, good-looking woman who left the United States, gave up her citizenship to come join our side. It's how much and- better we are than they are. You
3: know when we've talked about China's whole of society effort to take over the globe and defeat the United States, you, it's clear now. I mean it's utterly clear that that's what they're doing. Uh figure skaters Beverly Zhu and Ashley Lin are also uh competing for the Communist Chinese as are several hockey players.
0: American hockey players. So is some of is it just easier to make the team or they'll put you on the team because they're so excited to have the uh The story in China.
3: Yeah, you got to think about it kind of like uh, college recruiting. If the Chinese are deficient in a certain area, say their hockey team, and there are really good American players who can't make the American team but have some loose claim to Chinese heritage, well then, yeah, the the Chinese government will recruit them. Now exactly how they recruit them and what they offer them, I don't know. And and listen, I am willing to grant a a 19-year-old hockey player or skier or something like that, is just dopey and doesn't understand the geopolitical implications of it. Um, you know, I'm not calling for a life sentence for any of these people.
0: Giving up your U- your U.S. citizenship, though, that's a heck of a thing.
3: And then being dishonest about it, not admitting it. having Trying to have it both ways to become a giant marketing force in both countries. Sorry, you don't lay
0: down with the oppressive commun- communists and get a, uh, an okay from me. How ugly is our politics? Example 9,326 coming up.
2: Armstrong and Getty. information.